Welcome to Basketball Party, episode 47. I'm Erin M. Routson in Los Angeles, California. And with me, Kim Houston in Louisville, Kentucky. And with us once again, hey, it's Dan from Berkeley, Michigan. So the gang's all here to talk about how this world is a garbage can. Totally on fire. Totally. <laughs> definitely on People fire. People are trash. People yeah. <laughs> are garbage. So, um, unfortunately, we're recording this podcast on a historic day in American history where more people were killed in a gun massacre than ever before. This world sucks. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a little rough to talk about the importance of basketball at this point, given yeah. circumstances. Yeah, and what, what's weird is, you know, I, I wouldn't say it was necessarily a high, but I was very moved by uh, all of the outpouring of love and grief for Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Um, his funeral took place here in Louisville, Kentucky, his hometown. Uh, and so it was just this wonderful celebration of his life and basically his life's work. Um, and, and, you know, he was a very complicated individual, but pretty awesome, too. <laughs> so I, I had this, you know, kind of wellspring of, like, really positive emotions and all of the very positive things that he had to say and how he viewed the world even though it's a heaping trash can. Mm-hmm. And then the world just went ahead and proved to me that the world is a heaping uh, trash can that sort of reinforces my personal belief. So I was like, you know what? Muhammad Ali is right. We all have to love each other. And that's the way. That's the way forward. And just like, oh, okay. And then people are, you know, saying gay people deserve to be shot. So. America was like, hold on a minute. Hold on yeah. a minute. Yeah. What's this you're saying? No, this is a garbage can. Yeah, a Muslim man saying that all people of all faiths should love each other? What? <laughs> whoa, 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 little lady. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Uh, obviously, today is just a, a fucking ridiculous tragedy. Um, and it's, I don't know, far be it for like, any of us to try to recap it or... I don't know. I'm sure everybody, by the time that they're listening to this, has already gotten a lot of information about it and a lot of takes and a lot of feelings about it. But, but you texted us earlier, this world sucks and is garbage, and one way to counteract that is to shoot the shit with your friends, and I think that's a fucking great idea that we do that. Yeah, true. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah let's, let's shoot the shit about some basketball. Well, so let's talk about basketball. So, uh, we are very <laughs> behind... <laughs> Yeah, we we had a, a, a pretty intense rest on the bench. So yeah. We were both traveling. Yes. So we so, not... But we never gave up the hope. No. No. So we got a lot... Uh, we have a lot to probably gloss over in some cases and get deep into in other cases. But as it stands mm-hmm. on this day... The Cleveland Cavaliers will play the Golden State Warriors in Game 5 mm-hmm. tomorrow night at Oracle Arena. Yeah. So last time you guys were on, had mm-hmm. conference finals started yet? Mm, no. No. Uh, no. Or had yeah. they? Had they? Yeah. I mean, because we were definitely talking about Were we talking Drake. trash about Drake? Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, yes, Eastern Conference Finals had been decided, Western Conference <laughs> yeah. Finals had not. 
Yeah. Okay. We were on the precipice of Western Conference Finals. Yes. We were kind of waiting. Yeah. And we were definitely all in the tank for uh, the Thunder. I mean, if we're all, if we're really going back that far, mm-hmm. just I, I, like, I have strong feelings, Dan. So let, let, let's talk about that <laughs> Oklahoma City uh, series. Let's talk about it. Like, like seriously, which one though? Because remember how going into this playoffs, it was like the finals is Spurs Warriors, and nobody yeah. thought anybody else had a chance. How fucking great was it that Oklahoma City decided to get hot at like the absolute right time? They beat San Antonio, a team that won 69 games, and they took Golden State to the brink. Like, that that was an exciting three weeks there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I... It was beautiful, and I have to say that I have... Uh, I'm rooting for the Cavs in this series only for Oklahoma City to be avenged. <laughs> like, I really, I really want it so badly because they... Oklahoma City was there. Like any other team goes up three to one, they're they're finishing that series out. Even if it's in a seven, they're taking it. I don't necessarily think that it was Oklahoma City losing that series as much as like this Golden State team. Like who else but them are going to be down three one and go? These guys really still have a shot here. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it is a uh, a comment on how great. Golden State is, but I I think I'm also sort of like lamenting this feeling of like basketball being fun. Yeah, and and I guess that's kind of what I what I was sad about when Oklahoma City lost uh, the Western Conference Finals was okay. So are we now in this era of you know kind of like this new Jordan era where this team is just going to dominate for an un- unforeseen amount of time. And I mean, well, and I feel like you could say that about like LeBron's time in Miami, but then I don't know, something about this feels different. Yeah. It feels not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to let you guys finish, but uh, yeah. You, you know, in a, in a weird way though, I want to say that that Western conference finals gave me hope that maybe that's not true. It's, yeah. it's showed that Golden State is like historically awesome and are capable of anything, but Oklahoma City was the first team all year that really kind of exposed them when people were like, "Oh shit, there's actually a solution to this small ball lineup." There's like, there's, there are ways to make this team uncomfortable, and maybe it's tough to do for four games out of a series, but, but you know, they they kind of gave hope that that, that really maybe somebody else has a shot here. Uh, but you just have point. to fucking win. We were, ser- we're we were five wins away from Russell Westbrook, NBA champion. God damn yeah. it! I would have much rather watched Thunder Cavs than than this. I a friend of mine is in town from who's originally from Cleveland, and he said the other night when we were at the bar watching Game Four, he said, "I just didn't want to have to watch this again." <laughs> Which is exactly what I said before the series even started. I mean, I, I, I think that's... I, I, I mean, I have that lethargy, and I'm not even a Cavs fan. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's just... Um, yeah. The only thing For, that made Game 4 good, you know, to me, is that it was actually a competitive game. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah. I, one thing I will say about 
a majority of this playoffs is that it the basketball wasn't really that fun. It's been blowouts, <laughs> blowouts, blowouts in every direction. Which you know, on, on basketball, Jones, uh, uh, earlier this week, they said that 40% of the games have been blowouts, so 15-point wins or more, 40%. Yeah, and I just think that's – it's it's crazy. It's crazy, and it's kind of – it's not that fun. I mean, no. it's like when you watch the NCAA tournament and then the last game is a total blowout. Yeah. And you're just like, ugh. I wonder why, though. I don't I mean, know. It, That's a good question. I don't know. Is it random chance? I don't... I mean, it's a good question because, I mean, like, you would think about it. I don't know. I guess how I would think about it is, well, is there just not enough parity? Like, is there just not enough of a difference between either team? So, like, one person comes out and it's just like, okay, so someone's having an off night. So that's going to be the team that dominates. Maybe. I don't know. It's, but it I mean, seems I, I, weird because it's been in both directions. Yeah. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, someone didn't take a good enough dump before they went out on the court. Whoa, and okay. then, like, their their whole, like, she is off. So then it's just like, <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, it. That's, that's an interpretation. Okay. I mean... I don't know, because it just seems, and why I say it like that is, it just seems like it's so left up to chance. Like, you you just expect, like, that first home game on either court that that team is going to dominate, Mm -hmm. you know? It just, yeah, that's what's kind of happened in this playoffs. It's as good an an explanation as any, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could be anything. We could make up whatever right now, and I would believe it. I mean, I, I've watched like I, I've watched most of all of the series, but you know, the one I obviously watched the closest was that first round Pistons Cavs series. Mm-hmm. And even though it was a sweep, those were four like four like close competitive games. Yeah, like, those game, games were game close. Two, game two, the second half got away from them. So like you know, you could take mm-hmm. one half out of out of the eight, but like. I think games one, three, and four were all single-digit wins. Those games uh, were more fun to watch than pretty much anything else that I've seen since. For sure. I mean, Cavs, Cavs, Raps was was close, obviously. Yeah. Um, and but that was another that series was another circumstance where I felt like, and I've kind of felt this way all season about the Cavs playing at uh, Air Canada Center. That it's some weird kryptonite there for them. Because the the way they played in Canada, as opposed to the way they played at home, were night and day performances. It was like Jekyll and Hyde until that last game. No, uh, honestly, that's why I, at the end of the regular season, I didn't want the Pistons to climb into the seven spot. Like, I wanted the Cavs because the Pistons have just matched up so shitty with Toronto the last couple of years, yeah. especially playing up Yeah, there. Like, I... Even though we got swept by Cleveland, like I, I, I wanted that matchup rather than Toronto. Yeah, I was just amazed. I was like, this is like a different when they when they were at home the way they played, dominant. When they were up at Air Canada, it was just like yakety sacks basketball. And I was like, how is this possible? What is the air like that? What is the air like in that arena that they just can't handle it? But yeah, and they got it done. Thankfully, if I had to watch Drake <laughs> in the finals, you guys. I don't know. I thought it, it might have been funny. 
Raps Warriors because finals was like my nightmare. I think I would have opted out. I couldn't do it. I mean, I, I think, I don't know. It, I would have paid for all of the sad memes that would come out of uh, Toronto at like a game four of the Raptors being swept. Like That's that true. would be cash gold money of memes. <laughs> Like well, nothing wh- what stops kind of... the meme machine. That's true. Yeah, I mean, and we all know Drake is the glory boy of memes. Oh, somebody, guys, somebody sent me a photo of Drake in a Juventus jersey, and I was like, "Here we go again. This is Syria glory boy Drake." I was mm-hmm. Like why, why? so bad he's such a glory boy it's so bad he was like oh they won the syria sign me up send me the kit i'll put that on it's so bad so okay so this is kind of a an you know a sidebar sorry dan um which team in the euro do you think drake would have a jersey of Mm. oh yeah dan are do you watch do you watch euros Heck yes. Okay. Dan's yeah, in on okay. this. I was like, this isn't. Come on. Well, no, but I, I feel like he's not, like, going to be like, you know, Drake. He's not using <laughs> the app. Is that what you're saying? Um, no, like no, no. I. Oh, no. I got, I got the Euros app for sure. Oh, yeah. It's the best. We yeah, well, no. iPad running on my desk. So me and my – we got a new guy at work, uh, and he's, like, super into soccer, too. So we got the iPad sitting between us at work so we can watch games. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I yeah, I don't that. know. Tomorrow, 9 a.m., that's going to be rough. Uh, don't talk to me tomorrow, about uh, tomorrow at 9 a.m. <laughs> Those games start at 6 for me, buddy, so, hey. Yeah. I mean, if, if it happened at 6 a.m., at least I'd be up. That's true. To, like, That's watch true. it before I got to work. I'm supposed to be running a fucking meeting. Mm. Nope. Well, I'm Maybe trying to watch my... T- should be suspended. Yeah, just like, don't you assholes know that we've got soccer to watch right now? I think Drake would pick France. Uh, oh, because... The, the home, home, home home team advantage. Home team advantage. I feel like France. Possibly I don't know, Germany. but I feel like he might do Germany possibly because Germany, they're the yeah. reigning. Yeah, They're the reigning Germany. world champs. Yeah, possibly Germany. But I feel like France would be a close second if not. But yeah. Who do you who do you want are you gunning for Germany this time, Kim? That's usually your team. No, no. Like I, I always root for Spain. Oh, I mean, right. but right. it, it seems like I'm always dating a German or someone of German ancestry when the Euros come around. Oh, you're a profiler. This year's no different. <laughs> you're a profiler. So, yeah. Um, well, I'm disappointed because Claudio Marchisio is not playing for the Italian national team, so that takes a lot away from my experience of the Euros. But it's fine. Are you? So, who are you rooting for? Then? Italy. Still Italy. I'm not a glory boy. I wasn't going to abandon Italy just because of that. So, man, my arbitrary choice of Italy, because for once in my life, I picked a team because I thought someone was hot. I'm fine with it. (laughs) Come at me. (laughs) I'm going with it. So luckily next week I will be on vacation and I can watch all the Euros I could possibly ever want in Cleveland. So just got to get through this week. Dan, who do you want to win, or do you not do you not have a horse in this race? I don't have a serious horse in the race. I mm-hmm. probably England. I know, even though I know okay. they have no shot, but it's just yeah, that's true. I watch more. I watch more EPL than anything else, so I know more of the players. And mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I'm I I, re- I really like I'll watch it and, and enjoy it, but I'm I'm not riding or dying for anybody. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I saw they brought a Wayne Rooney's corpse out and <laughs> You know, Kim, you know, Kim, he's well. still playing. He's still playing in the EPL. He's not dead. He, 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 played, he played really well, actually. Well, they must have yeah. injected him with the children's blood they used to put in Kobe, so. I was like, don't, I was like, don't worry, his hair is still falling out. It's fine. Are you guys watching yeah. Copa? Uh, I have watched a little Copa. Yeah. This is tough. There's so much stuff happening right now, which is an embarrassment of riches, obviously. Yeah, I saw there was a little goals fiesta between Brazil and Haiti the other day. Seven to one. (laughs) Oof. So, USA. 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 Hell yeah. They gutted (laughs) it out with with ten men. That was a good game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every time that happens, my dad, that like prolongs my dad's life a little bit more. (laughs) So I'm happy. I'm happy when that happens. Uh, I, w- I wish they would have booked all of those games in some of those purpose-built MLS stadiums instead of the big-ass stadiums that are, like, two-thirds empty. Yeah. It, yeah. Would, it would be a much better look. But yeah, but that's not, how Amer- that's not how we do soccer in America. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, nope. Yeah, so, so that's, our, that's our Euros segment we'll get to baseball yeah. we'll get to baseball minute later we got a lot i feel like we're gonna yeah, have a lot of chats a couple minutes but uh okay so yeah after a game seven that made me sad in my heart when the thunder lost to the warriors yeah like you could just like i i could feel all of the takes mm-hmm. about kevin durant Oh, Durant watched and what he's going to do. Yes, like I could feel them all. They were mounting. Just, they were mounting. Yes, yeah. I, I wasn't even so. I watched. The, I watched pretty much every game in that series. Um, but at the end of that game, I was just like, I felt like maybe I was like having my shoulders really close to my ears <laughs> because it's just like I knew what was coming. Winter is coming. Like all of the Durant takes are coming. Um, yeah. So, so with without yeah. like without speculating too much or adding to the pile of shitty takes, just like real quick, do you guys think he stays or goes? Um, you know, I feel like I feel like he stays. I think he me stays too. too. I, I do also too. do. I, I I don't know if it's part of me hoping that he stays or just thinking that he will, but I I don't know if if it's I a had combination to put, of both for me. It's hoping and I, thinking. If, if I had to put money on it, I would say he stays. But we got yeah. all summer to talk about that shit. Of course. The yeah. internet has all summer to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I hope he stays because I love loyalty. Um, and I just, it's also that thing, and I had this about LeBron too, so <laughs> I might be totally wrong. But I can't picture him anywhere else. Even places where they've been like, he'd be a great fit with X team. Like, I just can't, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I feel like he said, but I think it has a lot more to do with perhaps Kevin Durant's personality. Like, I, I feel like he's hinted at things with what he said. Um, I mean, and, and you know what, to, to Aaron's point, I could be wrong too, because like, I, I mean, when you think about 
LeBron and the decision, like, although I, I still really believe that it was prophetic when he pulled off that jersey and oh. that Celtics series, I like, I was just like, oh, okay, cool, that's done. It's done. I, it's done. Yeah. What's sad um, is I can still but so I, vividly picture that. <laughs> oh, I finally watched Believe Land, too, by the way. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You you suffered through? No, I didn't suffer through it. I mean, we watched it. We, we had, like, breakfast and watched Believe Land. It was good. I cried. Like, See? It, it's very you. intense. It is. It is. You know? I mean, it, it probably also helps that I was sitting next to a person who was from Cleveland, and so, like, could be like, oh, that guy is this, and this guy is that. Yeah, so, it's like, helpful to have a Sherpa. It is helpful to have a Sherpa. But he, like I said, even friends of mine that watched it that didn't have that were still like, wow, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. Can't have anything nice. Can't. <laughs> um, I mean... Anyway, back to the back to the point. I th- I <laughs> hope Durant stays just because I think that I also have a very very soft spot for small market teams. Very soft spot. And so the idea of him leaving is kind of how I felt about LeBron leaving Cleveland where it, it's it's like a it's like a drop in a lake and the kind of reverberations are strong and I want I mean, Oklahoma City has had such great fans and such a good, like, basketball culture around that team, and I wouldn't want them to lose that. I think a big difference between LeBron's decision year and this year is the team that both of those guys would be walking away from. True. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so, so seriously, Durant is going to look around and go, all right, I'm going to leave a definite top five player in the league in, in Russ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Serge Ibaka, Stephen Adams, like, he's just going to say, yeah, no, I can I can fit in better somewhere else. Right. We almost but, beat the Warriors, but, you know, I'd rather go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, that... Uh. Where else is he going to go yeah. that, that, he, that he can go, this is a quicker path to a championship other than San Antonio or Golden State, which both of those teams would be fucking insane to mess with their chemistry yeah. to make a play for a guy that, that's as expensive as Kevin Durant. I just, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, Kevin Durant's going to go fucking Celtics. Yeah, yeah. Celtics. So that's. I feel like Celtics is the only one I've seriously heard. I, I mean, there's been a lot talking, of people keep saying Wizards because it's his hometown, but I mean, that seems I don't know. weird. Yeah, I, I when I don't feel like, and again, this is I forgive me for my LeBron isms, but I don't feel like. When a guy when a guy starts off on a team and it's in his hometown, the thought of going back there, I feel like that that narrative has a little bit more. I don't know. There's a little bit more to it, but that like he never. It's not like he played for the Wizards, and so he's going to return home. I don't know. That just seems no. weird to me. I, I mean, I his college career wasn't even in DC. Like, right, right. Like it, it just doesn't. You know, like all right. of the kind of arbitrary loyalties that we could like cook up for any given player i mean i think it's i I think lebron is like the the, uh exception to a rule yeah 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 well and i think i think to that point that's something wizards fans are inventing (laughs) because they would love to have kevin durant 
Well, yeah, because I think, you know, there are so many teams, like, Wizards, 76ers, like, you have to have, like, a next year in Jerusalem mentality, otherwise, you know, why go? Why why watch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which brings me, actually, to an important point that has clouded my judgment of um, the past Western Conference Finals and then now Finals, which is... And you guys can obviously offer up your thoughts on this. The trouble with watching the Warriors in Los Angeles is that there are so many Lakers fans who are now Warriors fans. And I have a major problem with that. Which is, I cannot get behind when your team sucks, like the Lakers do, bandwagoning onto a team that's good. I just, I, my friend Pat and I invented a poll that we want to ask people at the bar, which is, when did you become a Warriors fan? And it has a number and it says 201 with a blank next to it. And then it's, the follow-up questions are, how long were you a Clippers fan? Followed by, how many Kobe jerseys do you own? (laughs) (laughs) and there were like four other questions after that but those are the big three yes i mean i get it like i understand it because you want to watch a team that's good and your team sucks but as a person who has watched some pretty horrible Cavs basketball over the past you know six years i have trouble with this i have trouble with yeah um yeah, as somebody who who has sat in a ton of empty Palace games, uh, uh, I have been you know hardcore for the Pistons and only the Pistons. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you're not allowed to fucking do that. And yet, yeah, and yet, yeah, it's just my I, well, it's my loyalty issue. Also, I I just have a hard time with it because I understand. Yeah, the Lakers are garbage, and yeah, formerly they were you know, a dynasty team, but I don't know. It see, it seems like disingenuous to me and like kind of gross. And so I, I, I just can't with that. And there's so many of them. Yeah. I guess my counter is, and, and obviously I'm the only one here that's speaking from a place where, um, <laughs> I don't have an NBA team in my city. Mm-hmm. So, but like, you also have to recognize, like, Golden State is now that team. It yeah. is Chicago in the 90s. Right. It, you know, it is right. the Celtics in the 80s. Like, this is this is how it's happened. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, this is going to be super, super hot takey. Love it. Bring Very it. Very hot takey. Bring it. Bring the hottest but, take. But, I mean, the hottest take is, like... I kind of feel that for LeBron swath to Mo in getting a championship for Cleveland now becomes so much harder. I've already said that. I've been saying. Yeah. But but I think like I think he should have stayed and then he because like I think peak LeBron is over. That's that's the hot he take. He should have stayed where? In Cleveland. I think he could have made it happen in Cleveland because I feel like he could have 
Oh, you, you're they saying they built should, around Cleveland. You're saying he or they would have built have LeBron, around LeBron. What? You're saying he shouldn't have gone to Miami. Exactly. Okay. So, like, so like my every counter, person else. My counter to that, though, is that I don't think, and as a person who watched a lot of Cleveland basketball, and it pains me to say this, trust me, I don't think that what has happened since he's been back would have happened without him leaving. I really don't. I don't think they would have built the team around him that we now have, which has its faults, don't get me wrong, but it mm-hmm. is infinitely better than the pre-Miami teams. I just don't mm-hmm. I don't think it would have happened without him leaving because it was like one of those things where you have to do like the most extreme thing in order to get a result. Yeah. And that's uh, I, I guess <laughs> but no, and, and kind of the reason why that I bring it up is because I live in a non-market town. Uh, I think they throw us a bone every one, like, a year, and we get, like, one of the exhibition games because we have a nice, you know, basketball arena. Got that yum center. Got that yum center. And so, like, this past year, it was uh, the Battle of Florida, right? It was, yeah, was uh, the Heat versus Orlando. Yeah. So, like, completely fucking pointless. Yeah. <laughs> this whole arena yeah. was just littered with Dwayne Wade jerseys. <laughs> I like, like the littered use of the word littered. Them. Yeah, I like the use of the word littered there. Just everywhere. Just like, God, get this out of my face. Yeah. Yeah. Well you you do have a, you do have some feelings about Dwayne Wade. So. Yeah. Disgusting. Like so <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah. Well uh, but I don't know. Like because I really want to see, uh, I, I do really want to see Cleveland get a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's just so much harder now because LeBron's aging. Like yeah. the window is closing. Our time catches up to everybody. The, I have seen the win- I have said, I, f- I think I started saying it last year during this time. The window is closing. He's only getting older. It's it's almost like Matthew McConaughey and Dazed and Confused. <laughs> LeBron's getting older. The Warriors are staying the same age. <laughs> like, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing that does give me a little bit of hope that tomorrow isn't the end of this this finals is Draymond yeah. Green's suspension. That could be a serious turning point. Like, let's say... That the Cavs actually pull that out because losing Draymond is a humongous piece. Mm-hmm. Then I'm... it's three two. We go back to Cleveland where they played really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could this seriously? I mean, this. I, I personally, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to happen. But, but I mean, it's possible. This could prove to be a really big deal. Yeah, it's 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 one of two things. It's either inconsequential. They close it out tomorrow. We're done. Or the Cavs manage to win somehow. And then they go back to Cleveland, possibly win in Cleveland. And then it goes seven games. Because, I mean, Green has been huge this series. He was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't really effective in the OKC series. So when it was the will he or won't he be, won't he be suspended for the, the kick in Adams' dick and balls? 
which, by the way, was so much worse than what he just got suspended. Oh, I but, know, but I think... Oh, for sure, it. like, it, it was, it was like, one of those things where you watch it happen, and it's just like, that's so fucking blatant. Yeah. Exactly. That yeah. was not, not great. No. <laughs> but... No. Yeah. But but even, even still, like, I was on the fence, like, you know, I thought he should have been suspended, but... At the same time, like, he really wasn't doing a whole lot in that series. He didn't match up well. So the fact that he was there, whatever, they, they still won that game. Mm-hmm. Or Oklahoma yeah. City still won that next game. Um, well, and what's interesting, and, and sorry uh, to interrupt you, Dan. No. Like, because, you know, he's getting s- suspended for, like, it, it's a cumulative mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But But, like... And, and this is, and we've talked about the officiating several times throughout oh. this entire playoffs, yeah. like, not whatever. Great, they just kind of, yeah, not great. Like, and it kind of feels like they're, I, I don't know if this is a, really atonement or whatever, because it's just. This is like the mea culpa well, of this officiating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it just like, it's certainly, it's. Uh, too little, too late for that Stephen Adams thing, right? Oh, yeah. Like, right. Because that should have just been a flagrant, as, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Exactly. I mean, that should have um, been an ejection. Yeah. Just get out of there. So, I, so part of me feels like this is kind of like this <laughs> lay it to the party mm-hmm. um, acknowledgement that this person has been a shithead. I think it is. I think you're totally right. But, but it, like, again, too little, too late. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to him not playing because I, I, I really feel like of uh, their players, he's like, I, I rank him number two on the annoyance factor. Who's number one? Um, I'm going to say it's probably Clay Thompson. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just I think that it's it's really significant that a dude that like is in the conversation for Finals MVP right now is not going to play like that is ejected, yeah, suspended from Game Five. Yeah, that's just I don't know. That's it's a big deal, and it could it could be a turning point. Yeah, I mean I'm going to tell you in my heart of hearts, I don't think it actually is. I think they finish tomorrow, and to be honest, the thought of I have to say, I what drives me crazy mm-hmm. about well, a you know I don't think anyone on the Warriors is likable, so there's that out of the gate. You, you're wrong, by the way, but that's okay. Keep going. I, I know that I'm wrong, but I think what happens when I say that is people conflate me saying that with me saying that they're not talented, and that's never what I've said. I don't. Okay. I I mean. Obviously, this is also rooted in my own Cavs fandom, and I acknowledge that, too. I'm not, like, I'm just out here saying stuff. Like, I, I understand what I'm saying. However... I think there, there is, a for sure, a Warriors backlash that has started or is in the early phases. I think you guys that are, uh, that are ride or die for the Cavs are... At the early, you guys are at the horizon of the Warriors. They are the early adopters. I'm out here. And I'm going to tell you, I, so I was in Vegas last weekend. I unfortunately had to watch um, game two in an airport Chili's. And (laughs) 
uh, here's what happened. We watched the first half at the, uh, at the hotel bar. We had to leave to make our flight. We got there. Our flight was delayed. We, went, we had to eat something. There was pretty much an airport Chili's, as the universe is want to provide you with. And Chili's to go. We got, Kim and I know all about Chili's to go. And we got seated <laughs> at a table, and next to us was a woman and her, and her assumed partner. And they were talking... And she said, um, Warriors are going to sweep. Cavs ain't got shit. And I looked at my friend and I said, we have to move. <laughs> I was like, I can't sit here. So we move to the bar. And, the, you know, it gets worse and worse for me. To the point where I'm like, we can't, I can't actively focus on this. Let's just talk about hypotheticals. So we're talking about hypotheticals and this guy kind of inserts himself into our conversation. And at one point basketball kind of comes up because he asks me if I'm from Cleveland and I say, yes. And he said, well, you know, the thing is Steph Curry is so likable and you know what happens when someone says that to me. And I was like, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that a lot. This is the thing though. This is why I don't like Steph Curry. I finally found an articulate way to say it. On the court, he is very cocky. He's like Kobe. Yeah. He's like a dick. And that's fine. That's basketball. I'm, that's great. What I do not like is the off-the-court post-game, oh, shucks, I don't know, just shot the ball really well, blah, blah, blah. I hate that. I want you, if you're going to be a dick, just be Kobe. Just always be a dick. It's fine. I mean, it's not fine, but you know what I mean? It's acceptable to me. And stop using your kid as a prop. I see you, Steph Curry. Anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I don't know. Also, keep your mouth guard in your mouth. Exactly. That's the only thing I hate about it. I know a lot uh, of people who hate that. A lot. Uh, yeah. A coalition going on that one. I, I want, I want like the pixelation from like like a cops episode. Face over I said this. Did we talk yeah. about this? Yep. Yeah. I wanted face scrambler for finals because I couldn't take it. <laughs> yeah. I, I. So I guess here's my thing. And and maybe it's all because, like, so much of the past, you know, week and a half has been tinted by Muhammad Ali, where I live. Right. But, I mean, like, I, you know, I, I this might be a, an instance where I say, like, you know, Kobe wasn't wrong. Like. <laughs> wow. That's the only it. time you're ever going to say that, I think, so. Well, no, no, it's just like, if you're going to be like, to, to quote Ollie, if you're going to be a bad man, be a bad man. Mm-hmm. I like, would respect like, Steph own, Curry own, more. Own, pardon? I would respect Steph Curry more if he was just like, yeah, I'm the best. Fuck, like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, be if you're, if you're, a, to quote Ollie, if you're a bad man, be a bad man. Mm-hmm. False modesty and, is the easiest way to make me want to puke. So like, because, you know, because I, I think anything that you do off the court, like, um, I, I think it was Russell Westbrook who won like awards for what he did off the court with NBA cares and like all yep. of his volunteer work. Like that was Russ. But when he's on the court and even when he's in the press conferences, he is Russell Westbrook. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Right. I respect exactly. that. I respect yep. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that that's my thing. 
Like, I, I, I think that there is room to just, like, to, to be the bad man, to be, to, to be assertive, to be cocky. And if there's anyone, this is the thing. This is what kills me. If there's anyone who could get away with it in the year 2016 in the National Basketball Association, it's Steph Curry. He is the yeah. best yeah. pure shooter probably of our lives. So do it, guy. Just go full full jerk. Do it. I mean, and it's not even like, I mean, you would interpret it as full jerk. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's this acceptance. Well, I don't know if acceptance is. I mean, like, Ali wasn't always the greatest. Especially in his twilight years. But, like, whatever. Like, it's it's the acknowledgement that, listen, I feel like I'm awesome. I display this on the court. I should also be displaying it off of the court. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. I don't think there's any um, uh, dishonesty with it. Right. Like, we can talk about, you know... Kobe, at least, Kobe was good at being Kobe, right? Yeah. You know, he he, knew, he thought he was the best. He knew he was the best. Da, 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 da. He raped that lady. Like, <laughs> he... <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yep. Yep. He, you know? Yeah. He, he, yeah. He did what he knew, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm not wow. disagreeing with anything you're saying. That just took a turn that I didn't think it was going to take. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. So yeah. just be who you are. Uh, and, and, and I think maybe that is your Steph Curry likability problem is that necessar- he's not necessarily being who he is. I would, like him, being- I would like him more if he was in the press room and he was like, you know what? I'm the best. Mic drop. I would be like, all right, well, shit, okay. I don't have any, I have no, I have nothing to say to that. But instead, it's just, here's my kid, blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, then, let's get to Clay Thompson. Because Steph is one thing. Clay Thompson. I'm going to, hot take, you know I think he's dumb. <laughs> so... He just has that, like, dumb face. Like, the, he can't overcome that. He just has, like, a dumb-looking face. Why? Why? Oh, go, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, I was just going to say some, like, uh, some probably not true, just mean things about Clay Thompson. I mean. Uh, just that he has untrustworthy facial hair, and he looks like he should work at a Jiffy Lube in Waterford. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the only person who lived in Michigan laughed at that joke. Yeah, I was like, I don't... That's okay. I've made many Cleveland comments that are also... Yeah, yeah, no, um... He looks like some dick that drives, like, an 03 Grand Prix uh, and put a lot of money into the system uh, and, like, always wants to tell you about it. Souped it up, souped it up. Yeah, it's like nobody gives a fuck about your car, man. Like, you keep getting pulled over because, like, you got the front windows tinted and you know you're not allowed to. Right. But you're not badass because you keep putting the fucking tent back on. Right. Right. Also, a great shooter. Great shooter. Clay Thompson. Oh, real good, great shooter. Real good, real good shooter. Phenomenal uh, basketball player. Yeah, he, he's he's actually going to be a, a, uh, 
a shift manager at the Jiffy Loop coming up. <laughs> He's getting promoted. <laughs> no, like, so I, I think why um, he is so uh, annoying to me, and, and normally, and I will admit, like, I pretty much ignore the the press conferences and things like that. Um, but, like, to me, in-game, uh, I, I, I don't know, like, he is infinitely more annoying to me. I think it's just because Steph Curry is the MVP, mm-hmm. but this is the guy who's actually getting shit done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, if, if you look at it, he's the person that I mean, especially in those Oklahoma City games, he, he, I mean, he, he was definitely a nail in the coffin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like. That's why we were all Especially, like, ga- ga- yeah, game six, game seven, like, nails, just, mm-hmm. you can hear each one going in. Yeah. But, but, kind of to echo back to what we were speaking about earlier, like and and again, I don't watch the 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 pressers, whatever. But it's just it's not like this. He just doesn't have that air. So yeah, um, I don't know because especially in like this series, like in the very beginnings of the finals, like Steph Curry is not shooting Steph Curry. No numbers. No. No. But, you know, like, because I, I feel like this entire series, Clay Thompson, um, like, throughout the playoffs and now the finals, he, he's carrying the team a little bit. Yeah. So, so maybe that's why he's my, my number one, like, annoyance with that team. It's just, you know, if, if you're the guy that's getting shit done, and, and not to discount Draymond Green and his amazing dick-punching ability. So, yeah, so this is the this is the other thing about Clay Thompson that I wanted to mention. Leaving out his press conference today where he was talking about LeBron getting his feelings hurt. And trust mm-hmm. me, I have a lot of things to say about the Cleveland Cavaliers that are not super nice as well. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing about Clay Thompson is that the other night in the press conference, he was talking about how um, Mozgov set a screen and it was dirty or whatever because it was in the key, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, don't. Kinda okay, and that's fine, but I don't need you to hear say, I don't need to hear Clay Thompson say anything about anyone playing dirty when you're sitting next to Draymond Green. How about you not? Like, don't. Do you think Draymond Green is dirtier than Matthew Elvadova? Because nobody else does. <laughs> Like, like, literally, nobody else thinks that. Yeah, you're like, you're like, Jelly Dick Punch. You're, you're like me thinking uh, Steph Curry's unlikable on that one. You're, you're an island. I'm an island. You don't think Matthew Delvadova's dirty? You don't think other people think that? Oh, I'm sure other people do. I'm. I Everybody does that. Well, but he, but like, he's Matthew Delvadova. Like, come on, Jelly Dick Punch. <laughs> Jelly Dick Punch. Like, it's fine. Like, I mean, it's not fine. I, there's been entirely too much dick punching and kicking going on in this playoffs in general. You know what? I wonder if this is just some kind of like, like really uh, retro, like trying to get back to like the glory of 
you know, the late 70s, early 80s, where you could just, like, kind of have a hockey fight on the floor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was fine. Bill- like, I wonder if, uh, like, are, is all of this some kind of, like, retroactive, like, we're just really trying to, like, reclaim this kind of gl- glory time in basketball where you could just, like fucking sucker punch a dude. Bill Lambeer <laughs> is so excited if that's the case. Bill Lambeer is like, I'm here for this. And I support him. That's fine. Um, yeah, it seemed like inordinately physical in a way that I feel it hasn't been for a long time. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just, you know, blocking stuff out. But... I don't know. I, I mean, we all kind of remember when Dwayne Wade broke Ron- Rondo's elbow, right? Yeah. Yes. Kelly Olenek. (laughs) Kelly Olenek. Well, hey, you, you, uh, speaking of Kelly Olenek, you guys have Kevin Love this year. Is that working out well? Do we? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. You're asking, you're talking to someone who said a little prayer before game four that they would not start Kevin Love. I was like, please don't start Kevin Love. I would rather go with Richard Jefferson than Kevin Love at this point. Isn't that a bummer? Yeah. Because, like, like, before Kevin Love came to Cleveland, I, I really liked Kevin Love a lot. Like, yeah. Th- it's 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 a it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, trust me, it's a little weird to. I mean, we'll see what happens tomorrow night, but it's a little weird to say, hey, you know what, Cavs team, I thought was better in the finals. The Cavs team that didn't have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. Not a sentence I ever thought I'd say. Yeah. But I just, I mean, like I said, I have some not nice things to say about my own team. And those two, they're up there. I mean, J.R. Smith, I knew what I was getting into. I knew J.R. Smith would be hot and cold. That is J.R. Smith's life. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I will say the other day, during game three, uh, my friend Alex texted me, kneel at the altar of J.R. Smith. I don't think he knew what he was texting me at the time because I wanted to text back. I've been doing that, but something felt very wrong about saying anything about kneeling anywhere near J.R. Smith. So, yeah. Yeah. But that aside, yeah, I have not been particularly impressed by Cleveland Cavaliers basketball. It's been a lot of yakety sex action going on. And also I will say this too, for as much trash as I talked about Draymond Green, the LeBron that I saw in game four, that's a LeBron that's letting this shit get to him. And historically I feel that he's been a lot better than that. And it was pretty disappointing to see him stoop to that level. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, Remember in like the Pistons Cavs series, um, when Stanley Johnson he made some comment in in, the, in a presser saying that he was getting in LeBron's head, and everyone just chuckled like, "Yeah, like nobody gets in LeBron's head." Right, right. And the Warriors are in his fucking head. Like, oh yeah, he he obviously like there's a rivalry in his head. He hates these guys. Yeah, yeah. And, like, okay, you're not supposed to be hitting dudes in the dick. That's not cool. But that, like, that step-over shit, that is, you, you can't tell me that that's not trying to instigate something. Oh, no, and that, I, like, that's what I'm saying. It was so uncharacteristic of how he usually is. 
that exactly. I was just like, oh, this is not a good look. When he was like getting into it with Steph Curry too, and I was like, dude, just stop. Just that's pretty much what I was saying at the bar. Like, just stop. Enough. I mean, there's there's some guys that you expect that kind of emotion from. Like, you expect Russ to get like fired up and like be jawing with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though he's like an elite guy, you still you're you're okay with that. You expect that. Mm-hmm. But you know, guys like LeBron and Durant, you don't. Even even Kobe, Kobe was a fucking asshole, mm-hmm. but Kobe's not pulling that like trying to step over a dude kind of shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he he's he wasn't trying to show people up in that way. He was like trying to show people up with basketball, which is like what LeBron usually does. Yeah, the one thing I did but, really enjoy from Game Three was when Steph tried to dunk that dead ball, and LeBron was like, "Nope." <laughs> I watched <laughs> yeah. that Vine a lot, guys. I watched it a lot. Yeah, I, I guess that's kind of what I've. I don't know. I've missed it, and maybe we've seen it, but I, I guess I haven't felt that. But I would really love to see angry LeBron. I think there's been angry LeBron. I th- I think there has been. I just... What, I mean, what? yeah, like in, in the blowout, sure, but like I, I, I... It's like one of those things where... What I don't want to see... I, I, kind of mi- I kind of miss the dominance. In, in a way, because especially going up against this team, like, the, I don't know, like, seeing him wear, like, the Miami jersey, I didn't enjoy, like, see him beat up on any kind of, like, any of those teams. But I, I would like to see this team taken to task, and, and that's why I'm openly rooting for the Cavs this season, or what for I, this what, postseason. What I don't want, though, and what what just infuriates me is when, and this happened, I guess this happened during Thunder Warriors as well. When any of those guys revert to hero ball, dude, like I wish LeBron could be dominant in that way anymore, but I don't really think that he Mm -hmm. can. He needs the support because if I see the one thing that just is the easiest way for me to just like, want to throw up during these Cavs games is when they start jacking threes. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Like when, when you watch Kyrie come down the court and just totally like jack off doing crossovers for 18 seconds and then just toss one up. Yes. Like, like that's not, that's not the offense that you guys really need. No, right now. no, no. Or I, I, when, you know, the warriors on, are on offense and no one guards at the perimeter. That's an interesting way to play because last time I checked, they were shooting threes every five seconds. So I was just like, what? I mean, and granted, yeah, this is my armchair coaching, but it just, it's baffling to me. I, It's baffling to me. Like, outside of the finals, just in general, do you like Kyrie? Oh, I have a funny, so my coworker and I have this, this theory about Kyrie. Um... I liked, I will say, this is, this is kind of a weird thing to say, because I didn't even, I didn't even think about it this way. I liked Kyrie more when LeBron wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think that, I, there's some stuff that Kyrie does, there's some plays that he makes, there, um, there's some stuff that I really appreciate, and I think is really great. But I don't think he's that great when it comes to stuff like, finals i think that the pressure gets to him and i that's 
it's hard to, for me to say that I would like someone when, you know, the pressure's on and you're like, Whoa, you know. He, he, he exploded in game three. He was great, but it was like kind of an anomaly from the rest of the series. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I've had this conversation a couple times with this dude, uh, Kenny at work. Um, he, when, when Reggie Jackson got his big contract in the off season, we were talking about like other guards from the East and got on the subject of like, who would you rather have Kyrie or Reggie Jackson? And I think a lot of people would say Kyrie cause he's kind of a perennial all-star and things like that. But mm-hmm. I said, honestly, I'd rather have Reggie Jackson. Like Kyrie has amazing fucking handles. Like, He's so good with the ball, but he's not a great shooter. He's not a great creator. I don't know that he fits in well with a team where he's not the leader, where this is obviously LeBron's team. Right. I just, I I, I don't know. I, I'm not trying to shit on the guy because he's a good player, but I just, I feel like he's overrated. Like, Yeah, I could see that. I don't disagree with that. Um, I think Kyrie's a much better regular season player than a postseason player. Uh, but I'm not here for regular season anymore. I'm here for the postseason. Right. Um, right. I mean, I feel there's a couple guys like that. Kevin Love is way up there in that. I mean, I was excited to to get Kevin Love, and now I'm like, ugh, every time. Yeah, I mean, but you kind of have to recognize that for both of those players, they were kind of bred and taught on teams that did not make it into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's not like some kind of... Are they not performing now? Yes, sure. That That's a given. But maybe I'm just being, like, super permissive right now. But, like, that's kind of their plight. And, like, that's that's their lesson to learn. So, like, Kyrie's going to learn this lesson with the Cavs, and then he's going to move on, and maybe he'll be better somewhere else. Where he can be a leader, where, like, but some I, of this stuff needs to be learned. Like, it, it's not innate to everyone. But I, I kind of agree with Dan in the way that I don't know, I don't even know if he will ever get to that level, which is weird to say. Um... But, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Get my crystal ball out on that one. But I just, I, it's weird because there are times when this Cleveland team plays so well together. Like, where I almost would want to say that the chemistry between this team is better than the teams that I loved. Like, you know, when they had Delonte West and Mo, like the, you know, late 2000s teams. But... The thing that I think happens with this Cavs team, and I might be wrong, but I feel like it's kind of like a girl with a curl. When they're good, they're really good. And when they're playing poorly, they have a very difficult time overcoming that. And so then the whole, you know, everything suffers because they just start jacking shots, not, you know, not playing great D, missing shots that they should be making. That's the thing that I keep seeing happen. And instead, it's just like, you know. And then you get blown out by the Warriors at Oracle or whatever. So. (sighs) Do I feel, though, that there's a slight chance tomorrow? I do. 
I, I do too. I yeah, feel like I mean, with Draymond being out of the picture, like, there's a better chance. I feel like there's a chance that Clay and Steph could go off and it's another blowout. There's that chance. Um, there's that chance, but there's, you know, you know. I think the, the, the line went from Warriors by six and a half. Uh, and then once Draymond suspension came through, it went to Warriors by five and a half. Yeah. Uh, which doesn't mean shit, but it just, other than that, people are agreeing that, yeah, it's going to make a difference. Yeah. Hey, it, but, made, it made me feel a little better. I mean, think back to the, the, the regular season. You know, the, the Warriors have lost almost as many games in the playoffs as they did all season long. Yeah. Um, so they, they seem a little bit more human right now. But think back to the regular season where they were just a goddamn buzzsaw. And all it took was just a little bit of momentum, a little gap. You let your guard down for a second and holy shit, there's like a 15-2 run. Right, which is what has happened. I mean, that's what has happened in any of these games. That's yeah, happened. and Draymond or not, that could totally happen. I mean, exactly. if if they keep it close, the Warriors can be down ten or twelve, and it feels like it's a tie game. Like they they have just that kind of range for. And OKC in the playoffs was like that this year too, where like they never ever felt out of a game. So yeah, yeah. So we'll see, see what happens. Um, but now I feel like it's time for the most important part of this podcast. Mm. It's baseball we're, minute we're time. It's baseball okay. minute. It's baseball minute gonna, time. I thought I was going to get to say something really hurtful about the Cavs. No, that's not. Okay. That's, I mean, keep, <laughs> come on. I already oh. talked, I already trash talked them myself. What more do you want? I'll, I'll text it to you later. Okay, great. <laughs> save it for, save it for Tuesday morning. So I could drop kick my phone, depending on what happens. <laughs> like at like six a.m. I will tell you, my my male coworkers who actually pay attention to basketball love coming to me with their hot takes. They love it. Uh. The other day, one of them came over to me and told me that it would be oh man, it was like LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Whiteside. And then mm-hmm. I can't Chris Bosch, who who knows if he'll even play ever again, mm-hmm. and somebody Ugh. else. I can't remember who the fifth man was, and he was like in Miami next year, and I was like, I'm going to need you to walk away right now. I was like, Yeah, that's no. not next year. That's two years away. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, like um, uh, that'll. I, I guess there is someone similar to me uh, in the office, and. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not, and this might be a good litmus test, but, like, I, I, sometimes, like, I get a little annoyed how he likes to, like, mansplain basketball to me. Mm-hmm. So. You know how I feel about mansplaining. Oh. You know how I feel about it also, so. If he's listening, he'll he'll know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, know what's actually. Well, um, so this is what I think. Boo, cool. Let me you tell you, opinion. little lady. Let me talk Perfect. to you about sports. Perfect. Everyone has an opinion, you know, like an asshole. Mm. Uh, let's talk baseball, guys. Let's talk mm. baseball. What's happening? A lot going uh, on. <laughs> Tribe one today, guys. Tribe one. Yeah. Tribe one. Tribe's doing pretty good. Like, uh, when I was, 
uh, at the Jake or whatever, Progressive Fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first day that they were number one. Yes. In the their only day. <laughs> Pardon? The only day. Weren't they, weren't they not no, number one? No, yeah, like it was the like, they, they were like number one for like, the, yeah, it was pretty much that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but I, I still think they're in contention or close to being number one. Great. Close to being number Presently, one. That's the that's the Cleveland story. Close to being number one. That's it. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. And I went to a t-ball game on Saturday. That's pretty much my baseball minute. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> baseball minutes circle of influence has really ex- expanded. Between Dan's softball yeah. team, Jason coaching the t-ball team, and. The regular tribe report got a lot happening. Yeah, yeah. Dan, what's the I rounders? What's the one. rounders update? Uh, we've won two in a row. What? Uh, uh, yeah. Two games ago, uh, this girl got hit in the face real bad with the ball. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that's rough. Uh, uh, the the last game, some guy was yelling at the ump. Uh, that was great. <laughs> uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I went, I went two for two in my last game. Nice. Uh, I, I caught a ball and I missed catching a ball. Uh, mm-hmm. it was a, a pretty, pretty good game. Sounds I thought good. I was going to be completely <laughs> awful because I didn't, I hadn't played baseball since I was a little kid, but I'm actually like, I'm semi-competent and only some of the people on my team hate me. So it's all right. <laughs> You're doing great. Sounds like you're yeah. doing great. Man, rounders. Yeah, I'm out there, out there making friends. That's good. It's good. Yeah. Kim, you took a little little tour. Took a little Midwest yeah. Rust Belt cruise. You only went to Yeah. Two games or one game? We uh, we went to two games. Uh, we went to one in Detroit and one in Cleveland. That's right. Um, we were going to go to one in Chicago, but like the logistics just didn't work out in mm-hmm. terms of like not hating our lives while traveling. Yeah, yeah. So we we just did the Detroit game and the Cleveland game, and uh, Cleveland or er, Cleveland won. Detroit lost. Um, I don't know. It was fun. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, baseball. Yeah, basic. Yeah, baseball. I'm learning to like it slowly. Well. Yeah. Considering basketball could be uh, over tomorrow, that's probably that's good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I helped with a uh, with with the t-ball team. I, I'm not very good with strategy. Or, you know. Did you get to yell but at the kids? But with T-Ball, it's more like, no, no. It's more like, please sit. <laughs> you you need to put on your helmet now. Like. Oh. How old are these kids? You know, like. How old are these youths? I mean, seriously. Seriously, it's between like five and seven. So, like, oh. it, it's T-Ball. So, it's just like, it, it's kind of like trying to get a cat to like hit you know a, a, a t-ball and I'm not, I wasn't even really a coach I just kind of showed up to be a spectator but I also ended up helping mm. 
And I mean, which is not a complaint. It was like fun, and like all the kids were very sweet and nice, and um, I like working with kids, so it was totally cool. Uh, it was just one of those things where it's just like, okay, come on, guys. <laughs> like, but it seemed like it was like a draw because they, they weren't really keeping score, but it seemed like, you know, it was like a 3 3 like situation. Okay. Like, because we only played two innings each, and each child bat. <laughs> so, it didn't matter. Okay. And the other team did not have enough people to play, so they had to take players from our team to be able to even play the game. Wow. So, that seems like we just won in general. Who brought the orange slices for the post game? Uh, no one. I feel like I should bring oranges next time. Yeah. Thank you for reminding yeah, me. Yeah, that's a, that is a children's sports activity mm-hmm. must. The orange slices. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. Well. Yeah. Next time I'll do it. Seems like all is right in the world of the baseball minute. Yeah. Baseball minute's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's great. Well, uh, anyone have any any more thoughts that they want to share with our podcast community? Dan, you got any nasty things you want to say about the Cavs? No, I'll text them to you later. Cool. I told you I wouldn't say anything super mean. That's good. That's good. Kim? And, yeah, no, I'll say go Cavs. I, I want this. I, w- I want this legacy crushed. Come on, Cavs. Let's drag it out just a little bit longer. Come on. Come on. I mean, obviously, Cavs and seven, you know? Cavs and seven, guys. <laughs> I, w- <laughs> uh, I mean, l- l- yeah, let's, let's go Cavs. The only reason that I would actually pull for the Cavs to win tomorrow night is so that the Warriors can win in Cleveland the next game. That's mean. That is the mean. That's a mean thing. That would be a little bit just so they can spike the ball um, uh, on the court in Cleveland. That's mean. That'd be good. That's a mean thing. That's your mean thing for the podcast. It's not as mean as the other mean things. Oh, okay. All right. Well, (laughs) that's cool. Wow. (laughs) That's great. That's great. The other thing's got to be super mean. Oh, they're kind of mean. That's Sorry, I've I've been... I've been workshopping jokes all day. That's fine. That's fair. (laughs) Safe space. (laughs) During game four, because we watched the whole thing at the bar, and uh, I had my jersey on, so (laughs) it was marked. Uh, I just started cheering for virtually anything the Cavs did right towards the end of the game. Any points they scored, anything. I was like, yeah, woo, all right. I just wanted to seem as delusional as possible. That's That's my new thing. Honestly, like that's positive. Mm-hmm. That's I, good. I, I I can't imagine how obnoxious it is being in California with this Warriors team right now. Like, I I, I like I like them from a basketball perspective. Like, I I have no rooting interest when it comes to the Warriors with most teams. Like, I really don't care. But yeah. no, I, I I totally get that. Being in LA and seeing a bunch of Warriors fans. 
That's total bullshit. Like, you have two other teams that you should be rooting for instead. That's where uh, the poll came from, guys. That's how yeah. many Kobe jerseys mm-hmm. do you own? That's I gross. know they do. I know these people are not. I mean, I some of them, I'm sure, are. I get it. And the defense I've heard most often is, well, I'm from California. Okay. But I still think you were probably a Lakers fan. So... <laughs> Yeah, I it's it's not it's not the best. <laughs> it it is totally fine for casual fans that only watch the playoffs to be like, "Hey, this Warriors, they seem exciting. Cool, yeah. get on board." But yeah, yeah no, it it's, it's it does seem a little bit gross to be like in LA and all year long having been dealing with Warriors people in LA. That's quote unquote Warriors fans. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, L.A. should be, like, seriously, like, like no Warriors zone. Like, right. you got your own team there. You like, should hate the Warriors because... You should hate the Warriors. You are a Laker fan or a Clips fan. Yeah, you, you should hate you, them. You have a built-in in-state rivalry with the Warriors. Like, you should yep. not be... Yeah. Yep. And yet, here we are. All those obnoxious people. Yeah. It's rough. I don't love it. It's why I started. It's why I'm thankful, as I told them. They know I'm thankful for the Cavs group text that I have. It's usually what I pay attention yeah. to during the game because aside from game four where I had some Cleveland some Cleveland allies and then some actual Cleveland people, it's pretty much me alone <laughs> watching them in my apartment drinking wine. So I don't – I have to say – and what you're talking about, like – that's why I don't really like watching games in public here. It's not fun. It's like a well, just, it's like a rehash just, of all the n- jerky New York people that I had to deal with when I lived there. No, that sounds like shit. Like, just know that my anti-Cleveland stuff comes from a place of like Midwest rivalry. Like, oh yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. Like, how how could you not like hate Cleveland teams if you're into Detroit teams? I mean, I'm sure it goes vice versa. But. Right. Right, that makes sense. But yeah, anyway. this is just, yeah, it's not, not great. But it's either all Very over bad. tomorrow or it goes on for another week. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Who could say? Who could? So hey, maybe you guys will trade Kevin Love for the number one draft pick. That'll be, That'd you be... guys could <laughs> get, the, get that number one pick again. Yeah, it's kind of fucking bullshit. It's total bullshit, Cleveland, to get the number one pick this year. Well, <laughs> did you watch Believe they did Land? It again? Though? Did you watch Believe Land though? <laughs> Me? Yeah, that's a joke. <laughs> We're miserable. Ugh. Nothing. It doesn't matter. You can get the first round draft pick in Cleveland, and nothing changes. So it's fine. See what happens. We don't want to steal that away from the Sixers after their years of tanking. Militant tanking. So, who knows? That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who knows? That's my prediction. Who knows? Started dark, ended dark. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I suppose we'll talk next week. Of course. It'll be the Cavs crying minute, depending on what happens. So, uh, yeah, good. No, I, I won't let you cry. 
No, I'll do that alone in my apartment while drinking a glass of wine. Exactly. Like, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll have a, a perfect conversation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Dan, thanks for coming back. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, thanks, Dan. having you. A lot of fun. So, I look forward to your nasty calf sex. And uh, I yeah. also look forward to our supportive anti-Clay Thompson text. So, things are fine. <laughs> yeah. Things are fine. Hey, and I was I was positive on the PMA Grit Squad also. I'm very proud of you, Kim. I'm very proud of you. You're yeah. very positive. So, all right. Well, let's take that positivity into tomorrow. And uh, mm-hmm. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye, Go dude. Cavs. Go Cavs. Go Cavs.